back at it again with another podcast. You already know what it is. What's up? It's Wednesday. Welcome to Guys United Podcast. It's Wednesday. It's a good day. You know what it is. Shout out uh, the listener. Um, uh, it's probably a few. I mean, shout out to the listener because it's probably people that like this could be their first time listening to us. Uh, or you may be an OG guppy. And you listen to every single episode. Or you may be somebody who found us and you're like, oh, snap, this is good. And so you just be listening to a bunch of them back to 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 back. Because there's a lot out there. I ain't going to lie to you. Yeah, it's a bunch of episodes now. That's what I be doing. Like whenever I find a... Podcast. Whenever I find something I like, I'm like, "Well, oh, I'm trying to hear it all." Like, so I go back to the beginning, back to the beginning, and check it all out. That's what I used to do with um, like music. When I hear people, you good? Over I'm good, there? bro. My chair ain't doing what it's supposed to be doing right I, now. I'm telling you, I heard something fall when you put it up. So it's I was okay. like, "We good." I hope you good. We good. But yeah, I like. And the to, listeners uh, are good. Oh yeah, for sure. And if you're not, you about to be better. You know what I'm saying? Would you like to you, you you like to do that? What were you saying? Yeah, yeah. Like whenever I find like a uh, artist or something that I like, like I, I'll like uh, I'll go back to the beginning. I mean, like because I know some people were like, oh, it's this new show out and it's like on season three, and like they they just start on season three. Like, nah, I'm gonna hit up season one, season two, and then. Catch up. I mean, like, yeah, you gotta know, you gotta know the but where they, we came from. Like, you gotta know the story. Like, you gotta know where we started in order to understand where we are. That's a fact. But there's people out there that'll be like, "Oh, I just seen the third season." What? <laughs> <laughs> like, how do you? Like, there's there's so many things you don't even understand because you didn't watch the first couple of seasons. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I kind of, I kind of get that in a sense because, like, when I said that, I was trying to think about like, like our lives, like you know to understand who I am today, like you got to know where I came from. But at the end of the day, there are some people that don't know Dallas from Lexington that, that doesn't know like what we've walked through and why our face level is at the level that it is. And you know, whatever the case may be, they just see, they, they just season season. They are just seeing season 29 of, of Dallas. That's That's what I'll be thinking about. Um, like Luca's never seen me with short hair or you facts. Like, I mean, he's seen pictures, but he's never like, talk to us and like interacted with us with short hair yeah it's it's funny like i love looking at old photos and um and asking uh the boys like who is this and who is this most of the times they recognize me a couple yeah. of times they did not recognize you well, i don't like, know who that is short hair. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know who that is Augie, i don't know who this man Augie is really he's just like uh <laughs> i was like that's yeah. uncle quentin he's like uh where is his hair okay. <laughs> It's yeah. funny, but yeah, Luca, Luca don't know nothing but the never, dreads. Never seen us with with short hair. Shoot, but so I mean that's and that's how it is, really. There may be know. a day, one day maybe I don't know. There may be a day to pop up and be like, "Oh, where's your hair?" I don't know. The more I be thinking about it, I'm like, "Yeah, like I'm cool with it," but then again, like I'm like, "Nah, uh, there's I got to keep my hair going for a little bit." Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a part of you. Like people recognize yeah. you from your hair now. That's a fact, and it's like it's becoming iconic. That's a fact. That's a fact. So I mean, I got to keep it going for a little bit. Yeah, because I mean, people from uh, we went to uh, we went to White Noise last uh, this past Sweet. weekend, and there were some people that I know. Um, actually, there were these there were uh, some students, some girls that were there like two years ago the last time I, yeah. I spoke and uh one of them came up to me and she was like where's your cowboy hat i was like huh what <laughs> like ma'am i haven't worn a cowboy hat since 19 or like since 2006 <laughs> at that at the hallelujah like, night you know what i'm saying, saying? Like, like i didn't know what she was talking i low-key thought she was just trying to be funny because my name dallas like sometimes yeah, people yeah. are just like oh dallas cowboys dallas top whatever i don't know but no nah, she was really like re- referencing the fedora not a cowboy hat but the fedora <laughs> i wore two years ago and i'm just like you remember that and she's like yeah like that, that it, it stuck out to me i was like well Dang. let me correct you ma'am because you ain't gonna catch your boy in a cowboy hat but real close yeah but i know like you you've been recognized out in public like people have recognized yeah. you by yeah, your I mean, hair mike teasy i mean mike teasy oh, yeah. like because yeah. before before um i actually ran into mike teasy at the at a basket at, at a gym one yeah, time you met mike teasy before, before all of us before everybody yeah and like he was like I, I saw him i was like hold on i was like that's this i was like I was in the gym by myself, so I was talking to myself at the time. I was like, hold on. I'm going through this. I'm like, that 
I, I know him. I was, and I was like, I, I, where do I know him from? So I was like, I think, I think that's that's this this rapper. Like, and so I, you know, I had to look him up on my phone real quick. And I like, I was on TikTok and all this stuff. I was like, yes, Mike Teasy. And so I went up to him. I was like, I was like, all right, I, I got to. I, like, I got like, ain't no way. I'm gonna just like, how would I? How would you feel if you if you were in the same room as like. I don't know Drake or somebody or Billy Eilish. I don't know who are these who these people like. These people and you'd be like, yeah, say nothing. Like so, I was like, I, I was like, I'm, I'm gonna have to say like, bro, you Mike Teasy, and he's like, yeah, he's like bet, and then he put me on his story and everything. And so, yeah, I remember seeing you on his like, story. That's yeah, so. crazy. It's That's cool. crazy. Low key, if I would have saw that man in public, I would have not known who he was. I mean, at the time, for sure, you wouldn't have at that time. But that's only because, like, I just be, I be, I be looking for new for new music all the time, like, because I be getting, uh, I be getting in not moods of like I want something new, but yeah, I guess that's exactly it. Like, I get in times like I, I listen to these same songs all the time, which they're good, but it's like I want something new. So yeah, so so just think about this. So for the listeners, because I know you would. Like mm-hmm. if you're in the room with somebody and like you think you, you they might be somebody that oh, yeah. like you know like you going to talk to them. I know pops. That's pops, what, where uh, I got it from. But that pops, man, yeah, that he, man he, pops Hill <laughs> will be anywhere. Like we were we were in Disney a couple a few years ago and he like saw somebody yes, that he knew. Yeah, saw somebody. I was like, what in the world? Like, and I guess, I'm, but pops is the type of person like he's gonna go talk to you and like even if he don't know you, like. But there's on. but there's been times where like you. You have been in Disney with famous people there, and I, and I don't know if you've ever been in opportunities to where you've been like close to these people. But yeah. I, you've seen you've seen people because you like whenever you go to these places, and you really forget <laughs> that this is not just a, a it's not just like a regular place. It's, it's a regular place, but it's not like just a place where I'm just going with my family. Like I just know about this. This is Disney World. Yeah, Disney World. Everybody like. Everybody in the in the whole world comes here because like, when you go to Disney World, you see all different types of ethnicities, uh, colors, all different people, babies, grown people, famous people. All these people are there. Like you, you, you can for sure run into some famous people when you're there. Yeah, for sure. I guarantee you. Every time, every time you go to Disney, there's probably there's your favorite somebody there. there, and you just like there's just so many people there. That you just won't. You, you just won't know. You don't know. You just won't know. Like, cause I think about, yeah, so the last time or the time before last when we went to Disney and I know none of the Nobody students know who this, who this is, is but, uh, Loki, I don't even know his, uh, Joey, Joey Faton from, from Backstreet Boys from, or NSYNC, whatever, yeah. same difference. Too Anyways, he was there with his kid and we actually saw him, but like, have you ever been, so like, have you ever been at the mall and like, um, that's when I met like, Chico Bean. <laughs> you met Chico Bean here. Cause, like, cause, yeah. So I think about like I'll I'll be at the mall sometimes and I'll see people that like I know and I'm just like, oh, I know them. Or I used to go to school with them or they go to the church, blah, blah, blah. Like I'll see people. Sometimes if they see me, we'll like, hey, how you doing? But like I wonder how many because there are a lot of people that I see that I know that don't see me. Yeah. So I wonder like how, how many how times often does that yeah, happen? yeah, how how many times does someone see me that i don't see or or we're both just at the same place and we just don't yeah. see each other yeah. like yeah. i mean because just... i mean there's many times i mean shoot i remember like there was a i don't know sometime a couple of weeks ago like you were talking about me we were telling you and uh mary that we were in greensboro and went to craft it and you were like oh what? oh yeah we were there <laughs> the y'all, same the er- day. earlier that day yeah. like we didn't plan this like we just wild like it's funny. And and yeah, there could be a lot of times. What are the odds that God mm-hmm. will bring us all here at the exact I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nah, but that honestly that's honestly facts though. Like really thinking about where we are in time in society, like why weren't we born twenty years ago or twenty years from now? Like Because there's only there because there's something that only you can do at this point in time. That's a fact. That's true. That's true. And like we need to understand that we are exactly where we are for this reason. And oh my goodness, there's so many things that go on in in the world that we like. And I guess it's all the time. But it's like this: you'll see, if you look up at the sky, you'll see a comet that you that we won't see for another three hundred years. Like yeah, stuff like that. Like that's, that's once in a lifetime. Like and but like at the end of the day, everything. Everything we do, like, it's just a once in a lifetime opportunity. We take things 
for granted and I know I'm about to get deep real quick but like we take things for granted but like this is the only time in history that you will be at school on October 11th 2022 at you know, at 10 a.m. Like this is the only time in history. And so being able to uh, being able to take every moment in life and understand, OK, look, this moment is only for a second. But this moment becomes one of two things. It, it's either going to become a memory, something that just happened one time that, you know, was cool that I just remember sometimes or a movement, something that literally changed me and changed the trajectory of the path that I was on forever. Like it's just ah. So it's it's a hundred percent. It's a hundred percent. It's a lot into it, but anyway. So I know that was that was actually the message that I ministered a couple of years ago um, at that youth conference. Yeah, it was really it was really good. And yeah, so mm, go ahead. I was just gonna say, yo. So we had um, have we done a podcast since we've done our youth conference? Yeah, yeah. Because last week we talked about well. Not last. What, was it last week? Yeah, it was last week. I don't know. No, it's September yeah. Because last week runs, ran last together week, to me. Last week we were like back into the game with a podcast, and I didn't say that first. And you were like, "Just got to go back and listen to it," because that was uh, so I think we talked about fear, fear of God. Oh but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and I was like, because the week before that we didn't do one because you were in Florida. I was out of town, and I was yep. like, and I was talking about how, and I honestly just noticed because it was just playing before we started this. So, <laughs> So, and I was listening to it earlier. All right, whatever. Point is, yeah. And so, yeah, we did have one last week. So, um, I got a, uh, I got a word one time that, uh, that kind of became a movement for me and kind of shook, shook me a little bit. Um, the word that this guy gave me was, uh, he was talking about how, there are a lot of people out there that um i forgot exactly how he said it but basically he was just talking about the difference between king david and king saul and how king saul feared man but king david feared god and um just like that was that was the biggest difference that's why we saw king saul fall and king david rise yeah and so just being the type of person that you know regardless of the people that we have around us not being bound uh by man or um fear of man or trying to please man or trying to be somebody for any man but simply caring more about god allowing god to change you yeah Yeah. Exactly. And um, so so the word that he gave me, he was just like, you know, I I feel that super strongly in you. And um, it was one of those words like if you have you have you ever had to like receive something by faith, like a word like that by faith? Because I'm just like, man, that that's what I want. I don't feel like it all the time. But I feel like it now. But one day. Yeah. yeah. But it was just um, it was really interesting because, you know, that was something that kind of changed. I allowed it to become a movement for me. And that's and that's that's what it's about. Like speaking of like people giving people words, like I'm pretty sure I said this before, but regardless if I have or not, I'll elaborate differently. Um point is, so whenever I was growing up, like I always wanted to be the one like give me a word. Yeah. Give me a word. Like going to uh the old white noise when we used to have him here to to just um, even now like I'd be sitting here in my mind. I'm like, like, just call me out during a service. I don't, I don't know. Like the whole last week at White Noise, last weekend at White Noise, I was like, man. Well, honestly, because now I've gotten to the point to where like, I don't need that. But when I was younger and in high school and in school, I was like, man, I want to be the one. I want to be the one that they put on stage and and be like such and such. But I realized that that I just wanted to be. Uh, I wanted people to see me. I wanted to be affirmed by man and that's that that's exactly why I wanted that. And so now and that was something I wanted so so much so that it tries to come against not against me, but in a way like that's that a feeling still come up. Yeah, sometimes. it'll it'll try to like come in like oh like I must I must not be doing something right because I'm not being affirmed by man or whatever mm-hmm. it is. But I gotta tell my thoughts like, no, that's not the truth. Like first off, God sees me. Like I don't need there's there are times when you when we need people to lay hands on you and different things but you honestly don't need that 
Like if if you if you're going after God and I, I mean I know the word says lay hands on the sick and they shall be healed, but but if I know who my healer is and I'm saying like I don't need to go meet, I don't need to go have a conversation with pastor because I can talk I can I can do this all the Holy Spirit is right here with me who can touch me. So when I'm in these in these moments in church, it's like, oh man, I need I need this. But I can hear a word from God right now. Yeah. Like and 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 I can hear I can hear the, the Holy Spirit talking to me right now. So why do I need somebody to, to 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 lay hands on me and tell me that this or tell me that? Like I can't have that I can't hear it right from the source. Like I need to hear it through through the a pastor. Like yeah, Go ahead. Man. No, no, you got it. You got it. And I was just gonna say, and see, that's one of the things that came out during your session at uh, at our youth conference, the United Youth Conference, yeah. um, at the end. Because, and I know, you know, youth conferences and moments like that, you know, we always get so, um, you know, stirred up about people laying hands and getting a touch from God. But at the end of the day, um, like you were saying, you were trying to teach people to understand, look, like, yes, I can lay hands on you. And yes, you know, God can move, but I, I, I want to teach you. I want to do something beyond just giving yeah. you a fish at this point. Yeah. I want to teach you how to fish. I want to teach you how to Thanks. go after the things of God yourself. Like, yes, yes. You know, it's great when we're at church and we have these moments, but what about Friday night when you're struggling and you need a word from God or you need a touch from God? Like you can't just call Quentin. You can't just call anybody to say, Hey, can you come lay hands on me? Because like, sure, like we'll do any and everything we can. But at the end of the day, if you never learn how to tap into that thing yourself, you're missing out. And you said you talked about fish and you're talking about how Jesus and like how he came to the disciples and was like, he taught them that to become fishers of men. And it's funny that you say that because in the Bible, there was like a couple of times where Jesus, um, he took the fi- the five loaves and the, and the the fish and he and he split them and he he broke it and and he fed thousands of people and so right after that the disciples were like so what are we gonna eat Jesus <laughs> and Jesus is like what <laughs> did you not just see what just what just went down like you asking like like first off we got leftovers of of more than what we started with so that's in itself is a that's a whole sermon right there. But they they're coming to Jesus like so. So what are we gonna eat? Y- y'all just said, y'all just saw everything I just did. Like y'all can do exactly what I like. He's like, yeah. well, why are y'all asking me this question? Like we didn't just feed thousands and thousands of people. Yeah. Do what we just did for y'all twelve of y'all. Like what? See and like and just understanding. Um, I feel like I feel like people try to put uh, a demand on pastors and this isn't always a bad thing but um i I believe it becomes unhealthy when people start looking to the pastor for a miracle or looking to the pastor Mm -hmm. for a word um because they begin to put their faith in a man as opposed to god like you know at the end of the day like yes uh, yes the God will work through 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 a man, especially a man of God that or a woman of God that's been you know preparing themselves and getting themselves ready. But you know, just like you said, uh, Jesus was trying to get the disciples to understand. Look, this isn't it's bigger than this. It's not about me. It's about my Father. And so, trying to get people to understand that. Yeah. So as I was sitting here, the Lord just he just dropped it in my spirit like this. <laughs> It is it's funny. And you'll you'll think it's funny too. And Daddy will too. <laughs> the word of God, it's like McDonald's. Sheesh. What do you mean? What do you mean it's like McDonald's? Anybody can do this. Sheesh. Anybody can do this. I, me and Dallas and my dad, we all worked at McDonald's. And Bryant. And Bryant, yeah. The whole the whole squad except her mom worked at McDonald's. Unless she unless she did back in the day, she just ain't tell nobody. Nah, she's she's stuck with Wendy's, but Yeah, you right, you right. <laughs> But if you work at McDonald's and, and, and I'm not saying I'm not like dumbing down McDonald's because that's not how it is. No, no, no. Like whenever you work at McDonald's and you move up, I mean, it, it takes it takes it takes skill to do these type of things because it's not it's not for everybody. Right. But point is to work like do basic level stuff at McDonald's. Anybody can do it. Yeah. Like there's been times where <laughs> I was working at McDonald's and I was working with drug addicts. <laughs> you can lie to you. <laughs> There was people I'm standing next to take it. I'm watching take them take people's order, and they start to fall asleep. And I'm like, <laughs> and then the customer's looking at her, looking at me, and I'm like, 
<laughs> I just work here. Like, what do I do in this situation? Like I, I'm going to go get on fries or something. I don't know. But point is, like, what, what, what are you saying? What, what do you mean? Like, okay, you, you, anybody can do this stuff. Like, God, like, God did not make it, okay, before you can before you can allow the Holy Spirit to use through you, you got to go to Bible college. You got to get a degree. You got to go here. You got to do this. You got to, no, no, no. If God ordained you to, if God was, because the, the word says that God give, gives gifts, pastors, teachers, preachers, uh, evangelists, and all these different gifts that he gave to the body of the body of Christ, which is us, the church. And it says we are the church and God is the head and we are the body and we are all the church body of Jesus Christ. Jesus is the head. So and God has given us different gifts to use for the church, for the body, because the whole point of becoming a, a believer of Jesus Christ is not just heaven, because if it was, we would have just. I believe in my heart, and I and I and I and I believe that Jesus died for my sins. Ascend to heaven. Yeah, that, we've been gone. Like, we, long time like ago. Yeah, that's what it was about. But no, clearly we're here for other people. So once we have done that, we have the Holy Spirit, and we can now get into the Bible to learn what it means to be a believer and walker of Jesus Christ. Because Jesus Himself said that y'all can do greater things than I. So that means we can lay hands on sick and deaf ears be open, blind eyes be healed, all these different things. But it just takes activation, activation of the Holy Spirit inside of us. So we have to tap into that. We have to tap into, okay, what does the word say about this? Oh, it just says, do this, this, and this. Let me do this, this, and this. And then believe, understand. Okay. And now you grow and grow. And then you are, then you can do these things. Yeah, see, and that's go ahead. One go one ahead. last thing I just want to say, like, if you're called to be a pastor, it's not you gotta be ordained to become that pastor. If God called you to be a pastor, then you're a pastor. Yes, you can go to a Bible college and become ordained, but regardless if you do that, God has called you to be a pastor. God has called you to be a teacher. God has called you to be a leader from birth. He understood what you were called you he gave you a call on your life since you were conceived in the womb. Yeah. Since the womb, and that's why it's the, the attack on that's why abortion is such a uh, uh, a controversial topic because the enemy wants to kill what God has planned from birth. He's been coming for you since day one. Like once you come into this earth, the the enemy is going to try to stop what you have inside of you. He's going to do whatever he can. So now we got a lot of people over here talking about abortion this, abortion that. Men, you should not have anything to say about my body. Oh my goodness! I, oh, I'm not trying to go in like this, but yeah. if we look in the Bible, and this is evidence to show that babies have a purpose from the womb, because if we look in the Bible, it's uh, what is it? Matthew. Whenever, whenever, whenever Mary is is pregnant with Jesus, she goes to meet. I guess it's her sister because Jesus and John the Baptist are cousins. Her 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 her. her uh, they're, they're related. I don't it's know. Her, it's her cousin. Yeah. Yeah. Her, Older cousin. Okay. It's her cousin. So G, John, but still, There's John the Baptist are still like cousins. They're just like second, whatever. They're cousins. So she goes to see her cousin Elizabeth. That's her name, right? Yep. She goes to see Elizabeth, and whenever, whenever she comes into the room, Mary talks and greets Elizabeth. Elizabeth, after after Mary ends, finishes what she's saying, she said she felt her baby jump. She said, I felt, I felt my baby jump. I don't know why, but, and then she, and then it says, she told Mary this. And she said, she, right then, she was filled with the spirit. She was filled with the spirit and able to give, she, she, she was able to uh, prophesy. She was like, you're holding the son of man. You're holding who you have in your belly is, is that's, that's, that's God. That, that's God in the flesh. She yeah. knew that. So, so first off, her baby jumped. She was filled with the spirit and then she was able to give a prophetic word and just it affirmed her and Mary understanding because Mary already knew who she had in her belly. But it showed her that she's, oh, you, you, that's, that's something in you. But understanding, okay, now take a step back. We see she pulls up. So the, and I, I, I had to write this sermon like for class a little, a little bit ago, but I didn't really get to expound like I wanted to. So, <laughs> so you're going in right now. <laughs> kind of, but this is basically exactly what I was saying, but this is just everything God dropped in my spirit. So, so we see, we see, there's no way, there's no way. Cause you know how pregnant pre kids be everywhere. Babies be everywhere. Pregnant women be everywhere. There's no way that Mary didn't run into no other pregnant woman, no other pregnant woman. Whenever she was holding Jesus, there's no way. Cause if, if it's like how it is today, 
you go anywhere, there's always going to be a pregnant woman there yeah. for sure. So, but it was something about the call on John the Baptist's life that he understood something from inside of his mama, Elizabeth. So whenever Jesus and John the Baptist came into the vicinity, both in the bellies of their mamas, John the Baptist he had to do the only thing he knew how to do, praise. He said, I got to praise. This is the only way I, this is the only thing I do. I got to jump. So he had to jump in the belly because he knew that he was in the vicinity of Jesus, the son of the, Jesus Christ, the son of God. He knew. So the only way he could praise, he had to praise. He had to jump. He had to. So that is evidence to show that that baby knew something about the presence of God from the womb. And when it, when it talks about John and, and Jeremiah that I knew before I created you in your mother's womb, I knew you. I, I called called you i put i had a plan for you and y'all telling me and and women are out here saying no the babies are embryo all these different things that they're not real no bruh no bruh that is a lie straight from the enemy trying to tell you that that baby is not a baby but that baby got a call on his life her life that child has a call on their life from the womb so we gotta stop allowing abortion to be a thing and shoot abortion is is terrible and then it's a it's genocide in the black community. That's a whole nother topic right there. It's genocide in the black community. If you look at the numbers of, of, of abortions in the black community since back in the day, since now, it's like because we because between white babies and all these other different color babies, it's, it skyrockets when we talk to black talk about black black babies that get aborted. It's genocide. It is genocide. And I know I'm going in right now, but it is something there. There are things that we got to be very passionate about. And the word says that we can't serve two masters. You either have to, after love one and hate the other. I love God. I love Jesus Christ. I love all that the word is. I love it. So I have to hate sin. And hate is a strong word. And I know growing up, there was things like, say, oh, I, we can't hate anything. No, the word says hate sin. The word says flee from sin. The word says sin is, is, is from the enemy. And so we don't we don't like sin the word says it's okay to hate sin you and we don't we don't we don't we don't uh we don't fight with principalities we don't we don't fight with flesh and blood but we fight with principalities of darkness and so that's what that's what that's what i'm combating against that i'm not combating against the, the woman who who's been lied to and believes this lie because i understand yes you you have your own understanding so i'm not coming at you but i'm coming against the spirit of of abortion that is trying to kill the 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 call on, on babies' lives. That's what it's about. So I got to hate it. Yes, I hate sin. I hate sin. We're supposed to. We are supposed to. It's in the word. I can show you the scriptures if you got a problem with it. I'm sorry. Let me just. I'm not. I'm not a, I take that back. I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry, but I did just go in for a little bit. So. But you be doing that sometimes. So. Sometimes you got to. That's that's the point. Sometimes you have to. There are things in your life because I know a lot of a lot of kids nowadays are like. I mean, all I really care. I mean, you wouldn't say this, but you can see by their mannerisms what they talk about. They really just care about themselves, and it's only and it's, and it's just because they're young and they don't really understand anything uh, outside of themselves, which which is fine because you're sixteen, fourteen, fifteen, thirteen, twelve, 13, however old you are. Like it doesn't. You're not there yet. That's why you're you shouldn't be able to make these life decisions saying, "Oh yeah, mama, I want to be on puberty blockers because I feel like I'm not right in my body." Like that's a lie from the enemy. Like we we are allowing the darkness to 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 sway how you don't even know. You don't even know what it feels like to be in your body. Like you've been in your body 10 years, 90 years and you're like I don't want to be in this body. You have been lied to. And the fact that the enemy the your parents are saying, "Okay, let's do that." Crazy. Crazy. That you you can't even you can't even buy cigarettes. They just raised that to 21. For why? For why? You can't buy tobacco. They they did that like 2 years ago. For what? If they were just gonna say uh, you can't drive to you sixteen, you can't drive to you fourteen and a half, you can't do all these different things, but they said, okay, now whatever age you want to be, if you if your if your toddler says they want to be a little girl, it's okay. We should start doing stuff for that now. Wild to me. That's out. That's outrageous. And see, and the fact that like, because at the end of the day, this is the world that we live in. Mm -hmm. Like, and it's, it's not a, uh, because as a parent, I want to just protect my kids from all of it and yep. say, you know, just, you know, just, I'm going to put them in private school, but that's not going to save them. I'm going to do this. That's not, that's not going to do it. Like at the end of the day, this is the world we live in. So being able to have these honest conversations and to be able to explain 
to our children mm. and explain to our teenagers, you know, the truth. Because at the end of the day, if we're not telling, if we're not giving them the truth, they're going to find the truth somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And that's what's been going on for so long. And Because the church, the church is too afraid, too afraid to talk about these things. Like the fact, like if, if, mm, if you feel like you have the same sex attraction and you feel like you can't come to your parents because, because of whatever, mm. I had to I had to not say some things because you know. But at the end of the day, something that you know I, that that's been big on my heart recently is just helping students understand one: feelings are not a sin. Facts. Like we get so caught up on you know I feel this so blah 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 like. Like at the end of the day, feelings are not sins. We have feelings. Jesus had feelings. We all have feelings. But the question is, what are you going to do with those feelings? Can you, are you, are you strong enough to make sure those feelings don't overtake you and produce sin? Okay. And if you feel like you're not strong enough, that's when you need to lean on other people and surround yourself with people and, and, you know, have comfortable relationships with your parents and with people to say, Hey, yo, look, I'm struggling. I really want to do X, Y, and Z. I really want to blah, 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 whatever the case may be. But, but being strong enough to say it out loud and to say, Hey, this is how I'm feeling before it becomes, Hey, this is what I did. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what it's about. Like, that's exactly what it's about. Because we, I mean, me, Dallas, we all have feelings, like, but we can't allow to act on these feelings. So we have to, we have to discipline our bodies and minds and, and our feelings, not to not feel, but to not react when we feel. Yeah. Because yes, I can be mad about the person that cut me off. Am I going cuss them out and throw the finger up because they did this no like what is that even going to do in the first place like that's not gonna it's, it's not gonna affect them at all like yeah. they might not even even notice that they cut me off they in a hurry ain't got I, 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 father god protect them on the way they're reckless driving they may not know what they doing out here but father god send your angels with them like i'd much rather i'd much rather their lives be protected than because at the end of the day we good we good over here. If I, if what I'm doing, if what I'm doing ends my life, I'm going to heaven. So I got the ultimate victory. And simple as that. Simple as that. But I know I'm. We're gonna be protected out here. And just and and I know and I get that. Like you don't just wake up like that one day. Like yeah. especially if you like if you have a cussing problem or if you have you know anger issues. Whatever like I know, it is. I know it's not something that it's not. Um, you're not gonna get rid of it in a night in a day. But one of the things that uh, I love about Joseph, um, like <laughs> Joseph, I mean, he he told you straight up, like, look, I found myself in a situation that I did not want to be in. This mm -hmm. this this grown woman is trying to have her way with me. She is taking off her clothes. She's trying to take off my clothes. And like she is telling me that she wants me. But I am I, 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 I see all of this going on. Mm -hmm. But um, I've got to get out of this situation because I don't want to produce sin. So what does my man do? My man runs. Like, runs. like sometimes you literally have to run out of this. Get out of the situation. If you find yourself in a compromising conversation where, you know, people are gossiping and you feel like you're about to gossip, get out of there. Hey, Turn off your go. phone. Facts. Like, no, I'm not doing this. Like, we have to be so, we, we have to be so, so. Purposeful. Uh, Purposeful mindful. about mindful about choosing what I want most over what I want now. I know that there's going to be a day where I'm not going to have to struggle with this uh, again. Mm -hmm. So until that day comes, I'm going to do whatever I can to make sure I don't slip up and fall. But people, but people, but people were saying about that same story. But he ran. He he did the right thing, but he still went to jail. So why wouldn't why should why didn't why wouldn't he just do it? Why wouldn't he just sleep with her? Because at the end of the day, yes, he went to jail, but then he became second to king. If he would have slept with her, he would have never become, he would have never gotten there. Because he cared more about his integrity, his integrity, and in and, 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 and man's eye, his integrity failed. Because they, they, they probably, Pharaoh was like, oh, nah, he must have slept with my wife, so because she said so, or whatever. And yeah. so, but he was like, I, I care more about the way God sees me than everybody else. And that goes back to fearing 
fearing God more than man. Like mm-hmm. he said, like at the end of the day, like, shoot, I will. Okay. If, if I end up in jail, whatever the case may be, like, I'm going to keep, I'm going to, uh, care more about my integrity care more about my purpose, care more about my calling than to compromise, compromise what I know to be right. Mm -hmm. Because like at the end of the day, you can let go of your calling. You can say, you know what? If, if the world's going to kick me while I'm down, forget it. I might as well do what the world says I'm doing. (laughs) Sure. You can do that, but you'll never tap into your calling. And God is going to have to use someone else. What Mm -hmm. he created you to do. One thing that uh, I took away from, white noise uh, uh many things but one thing it was you we have to take god out of the box we put him in mm. like we we sit here and think like god can only do this god god did it this way so he's going to do it like this again like god can do all things god can do anything as long as as long as long what god can do anything period period yeah. period point blank we put limitations on god by saying no my god can't do that or that's never gonna happen or or whatever it is no no no. have an open mind to understand that god can do anything he spoke through a donkey he used a donkey they don't even talk no more and i say no more because shoot if you go if you go back to the if you really dive deep into into genesis i mean you can find some answers, but that's not even the point. And <laughs> animals don't be speaking like that. They don't be speaking. I, you ever heard a dog say anything? A cat say anything? Oh, girl. People, people swearing up and down. He said, "I love you." That dog did not say that. <laughs> <laughs> like, but God spoke through a goat. He used a goat. <laughs> Why are you hitting me? Stop hitting me. <laughs> but point is, but but but. Yes, not putting limitations on God, not putting God in the box because he could do it again. Mm-hmm. He could still do it. He could mm-hmm. do it in a different way. He could like like just understanding that that God is a limitless God. So regardless of regardless of how you think things are going to pan out, pan out, sometimes he just needs to build your faith. Mhm. And so mm-hmm. like, word to that man, word to that man Abraham yeah, that man Abraham went through he, he did a lot the The first step that Abraham that God told Abraham to do was like alright leave your family and and just go to a place take take your like your your family like your wife and 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 I guess Aaron who who was it his his, 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 his who was Abraham's cousin or nephew Lot Lot, that's who it is. I couldn't remember his name. Yeah, so he but he took Lot when he technically didn't I was supposed to. But point is he took <laughs> he took his wife, he took he took Lot and they they left and he God was like, Go to a place where I'm gonna tell you. So that means that man had to start walking somewhere and not knowing where he's going. And I hate that. He took a step and didn't even know yeah. where where to go. He said, Go towards there and go just that keep direction. Going. That that's all he had. And so that's that was the begin the beginning of his walk with Christ, Abram. Abram at the time, like just get up and go, and it, and, it, and it progressed to okay, God telling him more things. He told him where to stay. He told him more things. Take your family here. Take your family there. And I'm gonna I'm gonna take care of you. There were times whenever he failed. We went through all this whenever we talked about it in the Bible. But there were a lot of times where Abraham Abram had the opportunity to to rely on God. Were there times he failed? Yes, which is okay because God is always right there with us. Not gonna be like, oh, you suck now. <laughs> he's not gonna be like, bye, Woody. <laughs> like you're broken. Nah, he's not gonna hit you with that. He's gonna be like, okay, let's get you up. Let's dust you off. You're okay. I'm here. You're here. You're still living. You're still pushing. Let's 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 go on to the next thing. You'll get it next time. We'll we'll get here next time. And eventually you'll get to a point to where, all right, let's 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 do it. Abraham, take your son, the son that you've been hoping for all of your life, and sacrifice him on the mountain, on this mountain. Because that's what we've got to understand. This whole all of Abraham's life, God has been trying. God has been building faith for that He's one moment. Building faith because I need someone. I need someone on Earth mm-hmm. who is willing to sacrifice, who give give everything up. Someone who will mm-hmm. be willing to give everything up. And, because and, if I find that, ahead. then yeah. I'll be able to. Then I'll be able to do it for my kids. Because people question, but people question like, why did they, why did God need Abraham to do that? Because God cannot do something. In this earth, unless 
we bring it into into the earth like humans have to bring it into the earth and why because that's how god established it like yes god can do all things but he can't usurp mm, that's a big word it's not but it's like a he can't overthrow the 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 law that he put in place and that law is that he cannot I mean, God can do all things, so he could, but he made it so that he won't just do things that nobody's like trying to bring to. He loves us too much to just come in and, and force try it. to just force us to do anything. Mm-hmm. That's why he gave us free will. Yeah. That's why, because he understood like if I just made all of them love me, then it's not even really love. Like he gave us all the opportunity. An opportunity. Mm. It's something I had to deal with. Pastor Jason, Pastor Jason was talking about talking. Um, he preached Sunday morning. I had to, I had to stay after white noise for their church service and I sang. And one thing that Pastor Jason was, he said um, that in the Bible, there was a scripture that he just does not like. He just does not like it. And it's when Gideon is talking to God and God is telling him to you to go do all these different things. Go and like Gideon is like, I I I don't have no strength. Like I can't do this. Like I I, I can't, I can't. Like how? No no no. He's he's questioning God. He's like God. He's like if he's like God. If you're here with us, if you're here with us, then why is all this happening? If you're here with us, then why is all this happening around us? And the next verse is God's answer, but he doesn't even talk about the question. He just says, "Get up with the strength you have." And go and do what I've asked you to do. Yeah. And so, Pastor Jason was like, "Why? Why would you?" He didn't even talk about the question that I asked him. Like he just fully ignored it. Why would God just 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 say that? Because he knows that you can do this thing, regardless of what it looks like, regardless yeah. of what it seems like, regardless of, regardless of everything that's going on around you, the chaos that's going on around you. Get up with the strength that you have. I don't have no strength. You got some strength to get up and do what I have called you to do. Yeah. And that's what it's about. So there, there's been, and there's been scriptures that I've read. I'm like, why? Like why? Cause one, one scripture I've read that I, that I didn't necessarily, I, I didn't hit me. It hit me. And I was like, I was like, God, you got to help me with this. Cause I don't understand. Like, cause, and, and, some people might feel some type of way when I say it right now, but understand I'm about to walk you through it. So like God is all knowing God is all powerful. And so God had to have known that Lucifer was going to do what Lucifer was going to do to tempt and to do all these different things. And, and, and now we're here where we are now, but why, why even create Lucifer? Why? But there's a scripture and I wish I could tell you what it is, but it says, it says, it might be in Psalm somewhere, but it says, uh, it talks about the enemy is coming and God is like, I know this because I created him, but I created him so that you know how, how good I am or how much I love you. Like, regardless that the enemy that I created is going to come. He is here to show you how good the father is, how much I love you, how much power that you have. All, all like God did this, everything for you, for you, the listener. Everything he's done is so that we would have all authority, not just some authority. Everything that happened with Adam and Eve to now is all because I love you. God was like, because I love you. That's why everything happens the way it is. But when he created the earth, he set it in place that he cannot do anything that the, that a human doesn't bring forth. He has to partner with a human to bring things into this world. Yeah. And that's, and so a lot of people are like, I'll do it whenever God makes me do it. God, if you want me to do it, then just, just force me to do it. But that's not how things work. God is not going to force you something that you're not trying to do. Like you have to partner with God and have faith and trust and believe that he's going to do what his word says. And I'm telling you, he will. Yeah. 
He will do it. You just have to trust him. Trust him. Trust in the Lord and hate sin. Facts. We need to stop. We got to stop glorifying sin. Facts. We, we, as a, we, we got to stop glorifying it. We got to stop uh, okaying it from afar. We got to stop uh, just letting it be. We have to hate it. If you have a younger brother, younger sibling, and you see them doing something dangerous, are you just going to let them do it? No. You're going to run after them and 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 stop them from doing that. I heard a pastor talk about, and I know it's, we, we about on that time. Yeah. I heard a pastor talk about, um, so what would, he, somebody was like, what would you do if you saw your child in the road and you saw a car coming? And what, what would you do? You would run up and yank them out the street. You would, you would, do, and, and, but what everybody sees is you yanking them out the street. And so, oh, he's being rough with his child. Oh, he, he's, he's not fit to be their parent, all these different things. But what they didn't see is that car was coming, what you didn't understand. And so people make uh, assumptions about different things and, and whatever. They're but not, yeah, go ahead. They, no, don't you have, got they don't have a full scope the, of the, of the full picture. Of the whole full picture. That's it. And so sometimes we we get lethargic and 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 lazy about uh about the gospel and you see people like Quentin going in on a podcast for and you're like know, why is he so straight. why is he so why is he talking to me like this why is he the full picture and like and like if we if you just listen to a little bit of that you, i mean you could take anything out of context you could take anything out of context and run with it but yeah. understand that the passion behind this is because god has has lit a fire in me and and I cannot, I can't let it, let it go out, and it's not going out. It's only every every day I get up and learn something new about the word about the world. It just ignites it. It's added wood to it. So I got to run with it and light as many people on fire as I can. Yeah, that's what it's about. Hundred percent. Hashtag hate sin. Hashtag <laughs> I hate sin. All caps. Yelling that thing. Yeah. Factual, factual. Yeah. I want somebody to hear me too. What are you talking about? Well, <laughs> to love, texting to like, love, texting to like Kanye be texting and all caps. Wait, what? Kanye, don't even get, don't even get me right started now. on Kanye, bro. Don't even get me started. <laughs> hey, pray for Kanye. Facts. I saw him post something the other day and I was like, well, today. I think it was like yes, last night. I'm like, that's another conversation between just me and Dallas. Not, 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 <laughs> I mean, that's, and that's not everything for everybody. Like there are some things that we just can't put on the podcast because not everything is for everybody. You got to have your Jesus. Jesus had 12, but he had two, really two, two people. He was like, okay, you two pull up with me, John, Peter, pull up with me and pray here and get, and while I, before the night he gets crucified, I want y'all two to come with me. Not everybody else. I want y'all two. They were still there, but from afar, but he was like, I trust you two. So that, that means that not everything is for everybody. The whole thing that went on with Draymond and and and, and Jordan Poole, I don't even know if you heard about that. Draymond yeah. Green punched Jordan yeah, I saw, Poole. And they, I saw they, the video. Yeah, facts. That's just and one people, of those things where you're like taken out of context. Yeah, I mean, you, you yeah, see. Yeah, I mean. I mean. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, it is taken I mean, out of context. But but some people would just be like, oh, why would Draymond do him like that? For sure, there were words back and forth. For sure, there were things. And like the people, the people, the way they were reacting is normal. Like, because if you see, you watch the video, like Steph Curry standing there, he's like, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a regular thing. Tuesday practice, like <laughs> like type stuff, but and then it escalated to the way it did, and but that video was not made for everybody to see. Yeah, it was yeah, not that's meant. The point, that's yeah. the whole point. People like not everybody was meant to see that. So that's all I'm saying is like you got to understand that not not everything is for everybody. You got to have you got to have people in your life that you can trust and that you that you trust. Simple as that. So. Nice. I hope I hope I hope all of this uh I hope it made sense. I really do. And I hope that you're you were able to grab a hold of something. Digest that thing. Yeah. Might have to chew it up a little. You might you might have to pause it and just like let it breathe a little <laughs> let bit. Let it breathe. But you really gotta you really gotta get the whole picture though. And I know people be like, Oh, fifty minutes, that's so long. You about to sit here and watch a whole season on Netflix. Each show, each episode is an hour and some. And you over here talking about, I can't sit here and listen to a 50-minute podcast. But you're going to listen to an eight-episode. Eight, so that's eight hours right there if all of them are hour long. But some of them be more than that. And, and, that's, and that's feeding your flesh. That's feeding your flesh. The part of you that we don't want to run us. Your flesh. 
the side of you that, that that's going to try to get you to sin. And you over here complaining about a 50 minute podcast that is going to feed your spirit. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. You, you look at that. We go, like, we go. I'm going to get this man off here right now. <laughs> <laughs> my boy is passionate. The fire is in him. It is in him. And I'm just trying to pass the baton to you. Facts. Mm, word to my pastor Whitfield. You know what I'm, saying? I'm just trying to pass it on to you because this is what we need. We need people who are on fire for God and not afraid to tell the truth. I understand it may make you feel uncomfortable, but once you get past that uncomfortable feeling, you'll feel freedom. You'll feel rejoice. You'll feel so much, so much joy in your, in your life. Like this is, you go to the doctor. You go if you if you get if you break and break something and you don't go to the doctor, but when you go to the doctor, be like, okay, so we got to re-break this again to heal it right. It's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt, but to it's get it twice the pain. Facts, too. facts. If but if you would have just did it at the beginning, whenever you, if you, if you would have before you started, when you started watching the Netflix show, instead of being like, hold on, I don't like the way this make me feel. Let me let me go look up some stuff. Let me go talk to some people about it. Hey, mom, should I watch this? Hey, dad, should I watch this? Hey, all these people, should I should I be doing this? Like before, like because we got to take every thought captive. Simple as that. Take every thought captive. And God opened my eyes on that, that you got to think about your thoughts. You got to think about every thought that you have. So you're consciously thinking about every thought. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. How do you do that? How do you do that? But you but you mind you're you're not allowing your mouth to just run. You're, yeah. you're thinking about everything you're saying before you say it and while you say it. So, you know, so that's how I was able to not say certain things. But, yes, it's 51 minutes, 32 <laughs> seconds, 33 seconds, 34 seconds. 30, right, we got to get out of here. here. We'll we got to get out of here next week. There'll be more. Uh, this this is just the overflow out of Quentin. That's this a fact because, I mean, there was so much that happened this weekend. I really didn't really get to expound on anything and, like, speak it out. It's just the overflow. And, so. but that's, mm, Hit oh us my. back next week. Enjoy Thank the rest you. of your day. God. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> we yes. love you guys. We you love you. said it already. Good morning. Good evening. Good afternoon. And good night. We'll catch you on the next flight. Y'all can get through this regardless of what you're going through. God is right there with you. Just telling you that's a fact. And don't worry about it because God is right there with you. Just, just ask for him to come in your situation. Peace.